Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Are you someone who gets so many things in their inbox, it just becomes overwhelming? Like, you try to go through all the things, and you even see some things that have like really catchy titles, and you swear you're going to go back and read them later, but you actually never really do. I'm like that. I do that all the time. In fact, I go through my email in the morning and I just kind of mark important the ones I need to go back to and then go back and read all the ones from people that I know and all the other ones that I want to read and I'm interested in. I swear I'm going to go back, but I never end up going back. And so I just have these awesome emails that sit in my inbox that are never opened or read. And as marketers or as entrepreneurs, you know that we need people to open our things and read them. And so over the last few years, you see how much all of these email open rates have been dropping like rocks. So what's the answer? Well, obviously, we need to test different things and we need to try new things. And one of the things that I found that's been really effective has been mobile marketing, SMS mobile marketing. That has been such a game changer for us, and I know it will be for you. And one of the things about that is it's such more of an engaging platform. I know for myself, I'm a texture. If it can be text, how about you text me? Don't call me yet. Just text me. Let me know what's going on. In fact, if you can do it in emoji or if you can do it through a meme, that's even better because it'll catch my attention, right? Anyways, today we have a special guest, Barbara Casey, and she is an expert in this field in mobile marketing. And I say mobile marketing and not just like an SMS software because the marketing part is so vital. When you know and understand marketing, it changes the game. There are so many people who have great products and have great software and you know all of these tools. But if you don't know how to use the tools, they don't help you very much. Barbara is one of those people who not only knows and has a great tool, but she understands how to use it and she understands marketing. And so Barbara, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me today. As I said, my name is Barbara Casey and I'm the CEO of Mobile High Five. We are an SMS text marketing company, and we approach it a little differently in that we bring the same robust mobile marketing tools that typically were only accessible to very, very large companies, and we've made them accessible to the independently owned business. And we do that through our full service model. Because our programs are much more data-driven and much more complex in the program design, and therefore they do much more for the business owner. They really need an expert in mobile marketing to run them. So that's that's really what, what differentiates us. And we're based out of Philadelphia. Awesome. Thank you. I'm really excited about today because I really think that this is going to kind of open eyes to a lot of people because I, I know you know, talking to a lot of business owners and a lot of different industries, we're still doing a lot of the same old models that we did from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And email marketing versus texting is one of those things where I, I feel like that transition already happened. It's just people didn't notice it happened. And so we're still using a lot of the old email marketing campaigns. And and uh, I'm sure that there's a place and I, you know, we still email, but in the aspect of actually building a clientele and marketing to people, I feel like email is now one of those things where it's like, you already need to have that relationship or I'm not going to open your email. And so because of that, texting is is really where I've seen the data point to. I love that you said data-driven because practical application 
real results, data-driven information. It, we're huge on that right now, as, as you guys know. And so when you step into a different world from email to text, when I was looking at text messaging, the biggest company that I saw that was everywhere was community. And so I would love to to have you talk a little bit about the difference between what you do and what like texting services like community does or other platforms so that we can all kind of start off on the same basis and, and talk about the same thing. And what is SMS, you know, text messaging marketing? Okay. So let's, let's start with the basics. SMS stands for short message service. It's 160 character characters in length, and it includes the link. So it's a very short message, and that's one type of text message. There's also something called an MMS message, which stands for multimedia service. And that's a message where you can send a photo or a GIF, a very, very short video. I don't really recommend video because it's too, it's really too short to be beneficial. You can send a link to a video, certainly. But the difference is the actual text that accompanies that picture is can be up to 500 characters. So you have a lot more real estate to, to send your message. The main difference between us and community and easy texting and a lot of those sort of DIY platforms is we're not a platform. Yes, we have a tool that is a platform we use, but we are really mobile marketing consultants. And so the programs that we design use the, the latest uh, mobile marketing tools. And it's how we design the program and what we bring into the program with different trigger messages based on you know predictive behavior, uh, data that we are able to collect, how we can customize the messaging and segment the messaging and know how to do that to deliver results. That's the difference. With those DIY platforms, you can literally just send a text with a link and they will let you track how many people click the link, but that's where it ends. So it takes you back to your website or wherever you're sending them. And great, you know, we got 50 people to click on my link, but then what did they do? Did they do anything? With our program, because we use, um, especially if you're sending offers, we use a link to a mobile web widget, which looks just like a downloaded app, but it's delivered by a link. And it has a lot of the same functionality that you would find in an app. It's got embedded Google Maps so people can find you. It's got clickable directions. It's got a clickable phone number. It can have you know details of your offer or whatever your message is. There's multiple uh, places we can customize and link off from there. And so we can track what that customer does all the way down, you know, through the journey. And if it's an offer, all the way to the sale, because they have to click that redeem button to get the discount. Once they click that redeem button, we track it. So we can say, oh, if you're going to run an intelligent mobile marketing program, you want to know what offers are pulling, right? And anecdotal data is not really the way you should be doing it. If you're going to be strategic, you want to know real data. So, you know, we can track what percentage of coupons were issued, what percentage were redeemed. And then we can keep track of that over the course of a year. And we, we look at that data and we monitor your programs. That's the other thing that's different with us. We are managing your program for you. You don't have to even know the technology, honestly, we do everything for you. So we're going to, like any digital marketing program, it's a, an evolving beast based on what the customer does or doesn't do, based on how they react to different offers, different messages. What's the opt-out rate after a message? That's a piece of intel that will tell us whether we're doing the right thing. And then we adjust. And then we, you know, we improve over time so that um, your program gets better and better and delivers you know, better results for you over time. I love that. So not only do you handle the software and basically manage the thing, because of your experience in marketing, 
you actually know uh, kind of the customer journey and have experienced with that marketing side of it. Yeah. And so uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen that's been kind of in marketing platform that has been working and some stuff that doesn't work? So there are best practices that you can, I mean, you can Google that and find that out yourself. But one of the things you have to be very cognizant of with any text marketing program is compliance. It's big. It's a big job to keep up to speed on, and it's an ever-changing landscape also. And you have to follow something called the TCPA uh, which is a federal regulatory body, the same one that, that regulates robocalls. And then you have to mm. follow the carrier's regulations right. because what happens, text marketing is has a lot of cooks in the kitchen, okay? So we create the message and we send it to an, what's called an aggregator. And then the aggregator sends it out to AT&T, Verizon, you know, all the different carriers. And then the carriers look at your message. They decide, is it compliant to, to their standards, right? So CBD is an example of something that will get caught up right there at the carrier level. You can, you might, we might be able to send it for you. It'll show delivered in our platform, but it won't get to the handset because it's federally illegal still. Even though it might be legal in your yeah. state, federally, it's still illegal. So we can't text. So uh, the carriers have their own regulation. So we send it to the carrier and then the carrier delivers it to the handset. So there's lots of different places it could get hung up along the way. Understanding the compliance landscape is a huge deal. And if you don't and you do things wrong, it can cost you $500 per text message to $1,500 per wow. text message if you get sued. So our typical database for a small business owner is like 1000 contacts. I have some that go up to like 4000 But you know the average customer base is about 1000 1500 maybe something like that. So if you send a text blast out to a thousand people and you get car charged a fine of 500 per text message, that could put you out of business. So yeah. we do not mess around. My partner actually comes out of the legal compliance industry. He spent 30 years there. So we take it quite seriously. We don't, we don't mess around and we don't work with people that aren't, will, you know, aren't interested in doing the right thing because there are a lot of players out there that will just send whatever <laughs> I'll tell you a story about a, a, a client we picked up from another DIY platform I will remain nameless and he just basically I think he bought a list he bought a list mm. and he just uploaded it to the platform and nobody there told him that you can't do that they just let it happen you know because there's nobody watching the ship on those DIY platforms mm -hmm. so he uploaded 10,000 names and mm. then 7,000 opted out to his campaign <laughs> I gotta tell you I have I might see, I don't know, 3% of my, you know, databases opt out, 3%, not, I mean, it was just mind boggling. Three quarters. And, yeah. yeah. And, and so we, we took his database up, re-uploaded it and re-opted everybody in. Cause I wasn't going to just trust that those mm -hmm. remaining 3000 people by, well, it's, you can't even trust it's. The fact that they didn't opt in or the fact that they didn't opt out does not mean they opted in by law. Right. They have to literally, you have to have explicit, explicit written permission to text someone. Oh. So that's really important. I probably swayed way off your original question, <laughs> but I, I want to just make sure that you all understand that because it is really, really super important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, and okay. So like me as a marketer, man, that all that stuff sounds really scary. So with that, what are some of the benefits of actually doing it? Because there, there's a high risk, which I'm assuming means high reward. There's not a high risk if you work with someone who's doing it correctly. There's not a high risk, but we don't, I don't consider what I do high risk because I, I'm following the law. You just have to follow the law. That's it. <laughs> 
But um, <laughs> yes, but the rewards are tremendous. I mean, I literally will send now, I'm just thinking of like a retail client as an example, like we send a text out about a sale, right? And so I'm sitting here watching the analytics after the text go up, goes out. I literally see the day a text go, goes out, their traffic spike sometimes five to eight times what it is normally. And then oh, that, wow. that hangover uh, continues for the next day. And sometimes usually it halves the next day and then halves again the, the following day. And then it goes back to the normal the normal traffic. So, you know, if, if you think about where you're going to put your money, a lot of p- small business owners over the years have defaulted to social media because for a while it was free and then it was extremely low cost and it was pretty effective until it wasn't. And now it's with the uh, privacy changes. I don't know if people understand how this is big in terms of the privacy oh, yeah. changes that Apple has rolled out, you know, you, yeah, and you Google's no longer, next, right? Right. And Google's next. So right now, mm-hmm. at least 50% of your uh, customers are not going to be giving you their email and Apple's not going to be passing along those open rates for that email you mm-hmm. sent. So your email open rates are going to drop in half. And that's between now and when Google kicks in. Once Google kicks in, yeah. it's game over. Secondly, they're not going to pass along those pixels. So when people visit your website, you can't go follow them around the website and retarget them with ads. So advertising has gotten really challenging for the small business owner, and most of them don't really understand any of this. And they don't know what to do, and they're going to be freaking out. And honest to God, the best thing they can do is invest in first-party data, which is what text uh, clubs, text lists, whatever you want to call them, that's first-party data. That is also email is first-party data uh, because you own that data. When you go on these social media sites and you get all all these people to follow you and like you and all that, you're just feeding Mark Zuckerberg's wallet, you know, and he's like a marionette pulling the strings and figuring out, "Hmm, do we want this post to be seen? Oh, well, is this guy paying me? No, we're not. We're only going to show it to 1% of the followers of that business. That's the average number of people that see your post unless you're paying for advertising. You know, think about all the time that you spend on social media, creating those posts and making them look good and, you know, researching your hashtags and all that, all that stuff. And then you get 30 people that click like or engage at all with that post. Send a text out. Right. 98% of them will see it in five minutes, 90% of them within 90 seconds. Why are you spending all your time over here when this is more effective over here? Right. So I I love that. That brings up the next question. So like with email, right? A lot of people use social media because it's awareness. And then they're using email to help with their conversion rate, right? Mm -hmm. With text messaging, does it work that same way? Or can you grow awareness through text messaging? No. Text messaging, because it's opt-in only, has to be... So there's a couple of ways you can build... I think what you're asking is, how do you build your list, right? Mm -hmm. So there's many ways you can build your list. One is existing customers. You invite them to join and you create an exclusive experience for them, VIP club, something. Or you just ask them to opt-in so that you you can send them valuable offers or educational content if you're like a roofer or something that you want to, you know, keep people informed and make sure that they're doing the right inspections at the right times of year, that kind of thing. So you have to invite them. So you can do that through sending an email and inviting them that way. With every client, we create a graphic that they can attach to the email, which will give instructions on how to opt in because there's there's a couple different ways you can opt in. One is through what's called a text to join functionality where you're texting a keyword to a phone number, and then you get an automatic bounce back message um, asking you to reply 
why or yes to confirm. That's called a double opt-in. That, that's your explicit permission that we're gathering. We can add a web form to a website so people can uh, join in that fashion. You can take that same graphic that we create for that email and pin it to the top of your social media. So it's always there. If you're doing other advertising, like let's say you're doing Comcast TV advertising or radio advertising or any kind of advertising, use the text to join it as your call to action. Text pipes to 1-800-blah-blah-blah and get 10% off your first visit or something. You know what I mean? You hear this all the time on advertising where they're using it as a call to action. And when they do that, Typically, the best thing to do is to make a, the call to action result in, in a special offer that that person gets for sending in that text, or could be a white paper, could be some, it has to be something of value to that person. You know, mobile marketing at its foundation is really about delivering the information a person's looking for at the time they're looking for it on the device of choice, which for all of us today is really our phones. Right. So we have the ability to do rich media. So we also can, in addition to creating that mobile coupon, if it's an offer, so we can track that. We also can create a link to a mobile web page. So you have a lot more real estate to talk about. Let's say you wanted to do a educational kind of thing that your customer base might be interested in. You could put that on that mobile web page and it's designed for the eco space of a, of a phone and um, it's very adaptable and modifiable. We set up sort of a, framework for it at the beginning. And then we just swap out different paragraphs and make it easy to customize. That is awesome. So once you have that list and you, and you upload it, cause you guys do the mobile marketing, the SMN text messages, but you also, the second part is loyalty, right? So it's that customer retention. So it's not only about that first one time initial, cause we talk in our program, we talk about be clear. So messaging has to be right broadcast, you got to connect with the people who resonate with your message and then build relationship, that customer retention part of it, because I I feel like that's so overlooked Mm -hmm. because there's so many times when we're trying to get new people to opt in and we're not actually cultivating that relationship with the people who have already bought from us and already purchased for us. So can you talk to us a little bit about that loyalty portion of the, the mobile marketing is? So to do a loyalty program, you need one of two things. You either need a brick and mortar or you need a, if it's a, a mobile type of business, like a plumber, landscaper, et cetera, you need to have a tablet that's, that comes with you. Because the way you run a loyalty program is the customer has to, we have to know that some action happened. So they had their mo- lawn mowed this week, check them in, you know, so that we know that they had their lawn mowed this week, right? And you can set up something else, use the lawn mowing thing as an example. After the 10th mowing, they get a reward and it automatically is set up so that when they hit that milestone, it kicks back an offer to them. The other thing we can do is set up a refer a friend program. And I know this is mostly audio, but (laughs) for those people on video, so if you do a refer a friend program, there you go. You see that yellow block? Yes. Okay. So what happens is when I share a coupon with a friend of mine, I can track when he viewed that coupon. In order to get that coupon himself, it has to be issued. And the way it's issued is he has to put his mobile number in there and check a little box saying, I agree to the terms and conditions of the offer. And then he gets issued that mobile coupon by text the same way the referring party got it. And then when he redeems the offer, see if I can get my phone back up here, over here, it'll show that it was redeemed. And once it's redeemed, that's when he gets his kickback 
thank you for referring so-and-so. You know, you can, you can create those kinds of programs as well. Could be for every person you refer, you get something or for every three people, it's all custom built what we do. So we're, we're able to really hone in on something that works for each client. I love that. And I, I think that model would be so amazing. And I, because I have the privilege to know uh, a few of our listeners, those of you who have mobile detailing and those of you who have co-working spaces, something like this would really benefit you and would help a lot of that kind of fumbling in different three or four different programs right now that you're using to try to track one thing with the loyalty and an offer and another thing with the messaging and the other things. So this is definitely something to look at. Yeah. Now I want to just be really clear when we talk about email as being, you know, not effective and all that stuff in today's landscape, you honestly have to hit people up every which way you Mm got to still do the email. You got to still post on social media as much as we all hate it, but where you're going to get your return is through SMS because the people that sign up for SMS programs honestly, are your most engaged people. They're the ones that are really the 80-20 rule. You know, 20% of your customers are keeping you in business. Those are the people that are going to sign up for an SMS program. Not everybody is going to sign up. So you want still to have ways of reaching people that don't want to sign up for this program. But if you, particularly if you can integrate a loyalty program, you're going to get higher signups because people will sign up for something if they know they're going to get something back. Right. I agree. Definitely. With that, because we've talked, I mean, we've said the word like a, a lot of times. So, marketing, you've been in marketing for uh, say 30 years, correct? Yeah. And having so much experience in that industry, working for big companies like ATT and for working and building your own platforms and working with different businesses, what would you say to some of the businesses, some of the brick and mortars that are trying to figure out marketing? Because right now, especially around right now, like a lot of the brick and mortars that a lot of the audience that's listening right now, During this time, they had to go from kind of the foot traffic model to the digital model to the comeback to kind of a hybrid model and trying to figure out. So their marketing strategy overnight went out the window and they had to to kind of scramble and get a new one. And now they're trying to revise it again. So with your experience, what are some things that like key elements to look at when you're trying to develop that and trying to, to make sure that you have the right type of marketing for your business? Right. Well, so a lot of my clients added e-commerce, my brick and mortar clients added e-commerce during the pandemic because they were forced to. And now they're like, what the hell did I do? How, what do I do? I got two (laughs) things going here. Oh my God. (laughs) So so one of the, the nice things about our program is we connect those two ecosystems. So in the brick and mortar, we'll set up a tablet. Depending upon your point of sale, we might be able to integrate, but we don't have to run it through a point of sale at all. So we can set up a tablet and run the loyalty program through the tablet. The loyalty program, remember, is just a way to help you build that list. That's the reason for the madness, right? So it's as simple as customer comes in, it faces the customer, you invite them to join your VIP program, they type in their number. And boom, they're in. And now when you have that sale or whatever, you can send a text blast out to everyone or part of the list. And then over time, as we can collect data from these people, we can personalize the message. Hey, Josh, you might be interested in this. You know, texting is very casual, informal kind of style. So so the more we can make it seem like it's coming from a person and not a computer, the better. And then we can find out more information preferences. Like we work with some beer stores, beer retailers. And they do tastings once a week, but they also have sales on, you know, different products. So when we opted in people at the beginning, we gave them a link to 
a web form that you know completes your profile and tells us what information you want to hear from us. So first of all, we had to age verify them because we can't send texts to anybody who's right. under 21, right? So we had to age verify them. And then so you're age verified, they go into a bucket. And then we ask them, do you want to hear about sales? Do you want to hear about new releases? Because there's a lot of beer nerds out there I've come to learn. They follow this <laughs> stuff. It's kind of amazing. And, or do you want to hear about, you know, the weekly tasting and people select and some people selected it all. Some people just selected certain things. So we're able to segment that outbound information so that it's really delivering that information that the person requested. So that's an, another way that we can gather that data. We have lots of tricks up our sleeve on how we gather that data. <laughs> it's all about the data today honestly. And we don't, do yeah. any, there's no scraping of data, none of that unethical stuff. We ask the people and if they give it to us, we use it because they gave it to us. Nice. So with people doing this and what are some things that you've seen across the board oh, that wait, have wait, been like some wait, let me, best practices? Let me just say one other thing to, to finish up on the question of who, the two eco spaces, right? The e-commerce. Mm -hmm. So we set up the tablet in the store, but then we set up a virtual tablet on the e-commerce store site. So, and we use Zapier to send the data back and forth from our platform to let's say Shopify or whatever WooCommerce, whatever platform they're on. So it happens naturally on the e-commerce side. Someone makes a purchase. We look, are they in the rewards program? Yes or no. If then, if no, we send them that reply. Why? If they respond yes, then we apply the points. So it's, it's this back and forth data exchange, but it all feeds into that single database. So you're capturing people in both environments into one program. And that's really important. That's great. You know, with people being new to this and because that, right, they're trying to figure out the online and the in-person and that's a lot going on. Yeah. You guys definitely help with that. The messaging, a lot of businesses, they're great at what they do. Yeah. They're not marketers, Correct. right? And so because of that, yeah. helping with messaging is a big deal. Yeah. And so do you guys have templates that you help with? Is it something that they have to come up with themselves? Is it something that, so we, we, how does that work? We make it, we know that most of the people we work with are very like not technical. So mm -hmm. we have a, a link right off our website that says request a text box. They just click that link. It opens up a form, ask for their name, their email, phone number. What do they want, you know, want to say? It doesn't, they don't even have to make it pretty. Just like 20% off sale. That's all I need to know. When does it end? Expire. I need to know that. When do you close on the day that it expires? Because our coupons expire out to the minute because we oh. have a lot of anti-fraud stuff built in. Do you want an MMS or an SMS? If you want an MMS, do you have a picture? If not, I'll create something for you, but you have to be okay with mm. what I create. We're not doing this like, no, I don't want that. Do this. I mean, I'll, I'll create it and it's not going to be, um, I'm not a designer. I go into Canva and I just, it's mostly textual based, but they look nice. But if you have some really strong identity, you know, I would say, just give it to me. I'll include mm -hmm. it. So all of that can be uploaded right to that form. And then they just hit submit and I do everything else. I make it fit. I make it compliant. I make it sound good. I create an image if they don't give me one or I use theirs and make it fit. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. I love that. So it's a lot of kind of plug and play, right? You answer some questions and then it happens. Yeah. And also, I just want to point out when you, if anyone has, I mean, we've all had experience of starting to use a new technology product and you spend your life on those chat bots, right? Yeah. You want to like yep. commit suicide over that because it takes forever and they don't understand what you mean. And I just like want to pick up the phone and talk to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that happens with our company. 
I give you my cell phone. You call me, I always answer. And if I don't, send me a text and I'll reply to that. So it's a one-to-one relationship here. We don't do any of that nonsense. You know, we're, we're really partnering with our clients. Wow, that is amazing. So where do they find this form? Where do they connect with you? Where do they learn more about you and lo- learn more about the texting and being right. able to text market? Yep. So our website is mobilehigh5.com. It's M-O-B-I-L-E-H-I-G-H number five. Com. And there's some guides on there. There's uh, some blog posts that, you know, have some basic things. One of the things that um, I always like to make sure, you know, because I hear this so often, I want to just like throw up. I don't want to annoy my customers. I don't like to get text messages. So I don't want to do that to my customers. And I always tell people, do not project your own biases because I send hundreds of thousands of text messages every month. I've got databases across all my clients of hundreds of thousands of people who have given up their phone number. People are willing to give up your phone number. I mean, you go to walk into a Panera with your phone number, you know, Wegmans at checkout, you've given them their phone number. People for some reason are fine giving the phone number. And the reason they're fine is because it's really easy to opt out of any of these programs. The way you get out of every, any of any text program that you change your mind about, you just reply, stop to that message. And the carrier will remove you and block that texting platform from ever being able to contact you again by text until you re-opt in. So uh, there's a trust built um, that's not available in the email marketing sphere because have you ever tried to get out of an email program unsubscribe? (laughs) Right. It doesn't work. I don't know why that is, but you still keep getting the emails. This is like one, you reply, stop and boom, you're out. So it's it's virtually impossible to annoy your customer. Yeah. And even though I'm on the older side, I am a millennial, but, and I can tell you right now, I go through my emails and I literally go flag the ones that I need and then delete all the other ones. And, uh, and the places that I really want to sign up for, they send me a text because that way I get it from my phone. I can look at it when I want. And it reminds me the emails kind of blur together after a while. So I definitely know my generation as millennials, we, we would rather text people than call. It's not just your generation. I have a senior living center that uses texting. So it's, everybody is texting. They do it for different reasons. I think the older population does it to remember what they're supposed to be doing. And, (laughs) and you know, the younger population, that's just the way they communicate. They will not even like listen to your voicemail. Yeah. I will save all my voicemails to the end of the day, honestly, because it's, it takes time. (laughs) It's hard. Well, and that's, that's the beauty of texting is very short and it, mm-hmm. it shows up on a locked screen. You look mm-hmm. at it like Pavlov's dog. You know, you look at it and you absorb the message before, you, without any work, really. And the other type of mobile marketing is, of course, app-based. And mm-hmm. the problem with apps is you have to download them. They take up and slow down your phone, take up space and slow down your phone. You have to remember a password often. Mm-hmm. And most people, the statistic is after they download an app, they abandon that app after about 45 days. I have apps on my phone. I don't even know what they do at this point. I should just delete right. them. But they're, who's got time to do that? Right. And, and the other thing is if they disable those, those notifications. So using it as a way to reach your customer is really not effective. Whereas if you send a text, it goes to everybody, regardless of whether yeah. they've downloaded that app. Definitely. No, I agree. And this is like, I think this is actually the best of both worlds of like, it's interrupt marketing, but because everything else, whether it be email or social media or anything, when they have time, they come to you. And you're competing a lot right next to everyone else because 
they're consuming everyone at once. And text is not that way. It's actually one of the only places that it's not that way where you can reach out when you want to reach out and you're usually the only one. And so that focus is underrated these days. Right. I mean, take the example of a restaurant. They're all using DoorDash and all those those app-based things. They're literally competing with every other restaurant in the area. Mm-hmm. I want Italian. So you put Italian up there and they give you all the Italian restaurants. If you had this yep. text program with your customers who already know and love you and you send out an offer, you know, and you can send it, you know, let's say your slow days are Monday and Tuesday. Send an offer on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. You're paying your damn employees. Have them do something. You know what I mean? So there's lots of ways you can, you know, use it more effectively than some of those app-based programs. No, you're so right. There's so many benefits to it. So I, guys, definitely go and check out the, the resources, read up more on it, check out the website, because this is something where we talked about, make sure that you're investing in the right things. And this is something that is one of those right things to invest in because this is the way we're going. Gary Vee says, you know, the market is the market. And the market has been saying, because this data is there, that email is coming down and texting is coming up. And so make sure that you're headed in the right direction. And at the very, very least, pull up the information so that you're aware and know what's going on. Because we all are running a business and we need to make sure that we're doing what's best for our customer and for the business. And so thank you so much, Barbara, for being here today and for enlightening us in this and talking about this, because I know a lot of us didn't know as much when we first started. I appreciate the opportunity, Josh. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Likewise. And guys, thank you guys for spending a little bit of time with us today. And remember, be intentional about the life that you're creating. Bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Olmos SR. That's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R or LinkedIn, Joshua Olmos or website, josholdmossr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.